Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, quite an interesting day in terms of uh, continuation in some of these markets yesterday. Um, there is still a couple of upside down aspects to this to these markets at the minute. Um, so we'd like a little bit more clarity in the ideal world. But of course, this is far from the ideal world. Um, and what what the whole point of this session is for us to be prepared for today's trading opportunities uh, in either direction. So so if we can start as always with our risk warning, just take a brief moment and familiarize yourself with our, our risk warning currently up on the screen. Now let's, um, just as a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets should we be trading and, and more importantly, why we trade in those specific markets? What are the reasons for taking trades in those markets? Then consistently, we need to make some decisions regarding where do we enter and where do we exit these markets? Um, obviously, we're strong advocates of trading with stop losses. We know many traders choose not to. Um, it is a, a, a ticking time bomb if you don't use um, stop losses because you will get caught at some point. It's very hard to be disciplined with your capital when you expose the downside. Uh, we absolutely limit the downside and try to um, take advantage of the upside. So there's a difference in approach fundamentally. Um, how do we manage risk prior to entry? Hopefully you work all that out. We've got a trade size calculator in your members area for our members to whatever trade you happen to take. There's a few bits of information about that trade that you need to understand. Calculate your trade size and um, then you are you know certainly disciplined with your capital and then trade selection um sorry uh trade management as well you know being able to manage trades to a successful outcome there's sometimes it's you're required to let your winners run other times you want to uh you know just take profits off the table uh once you get into your profit taking zone um and we address these considerations that each of these elements, we had a good, good, you know, talk about psychology yesterday. Um, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. We, uh, we trade the European open and also the U S open every single day. And we're strong advocates of consistency in our approach, discipline with our capital accuracy with the levels that we use. They're not random levels. They're very, very important technical levels. And then patience as well, all important facets of trading. Okay, so let's get straight into it then, guys. Good morning, everyone. Oh, an eventful week, and uh, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't finish uh, just yet. We've got another very important day. Let's just go back. ADP numbers, non-farm employment change numbers uh, in the U.S. The prelude to, to non-farm payroll came in way below expected, but job openings came in way above expected. So a bit of a contrasting situation there. The Fed then increased rates, slowed rates to 25 basis point rate hike, and then messed around with the market a lot saying, yes, we're going to be hawkish, but actually the market interpreting what they're saying is as really quite dovish. And that is, I suppose, the reasons for the moves we saw over the last two evenings. 
Uh, and then yesterday, during the day, we heard from the BOE. So um, we saw a 50 basis point rate hike with more rates, more rate hikes needed uh, with inflation above 10%. Um, there's an awful lot of work to do. And there's an interesting narrative that's playing out with the Fed, the BOE and the ECB, and it, it's around the pivot. So the fact that these markets and these central banks are pushing rates higher, it looks like they all want to leave the door open to pivot, which is a, a conflicting signal for these markets. Um, yes, we're pushing rates higher. We're going to need more rate hikes. But if we want the pivot, we were able to and it's that pivot side of things which is a bit bit strange and it's certainly what was driving uh, a little bit of these new um, news events and creating this sort of bearish uh, aspect to these markets oh sorry so i say dovish um narrative in these markets similar situation from the bo uh, the ecb a 50 basis point rate hike I suppose the economy, the European economy is performing a lot better than uh, than the UK economy and is likely to do over the course of the next 12 months. So we have a situation with the ECB that are hiking into, I suppose, economic strength. It's a different dynamic to the UK, which is uh, hiking into uh, economic weakness. And that weakness is only likely to get worse. So an interesting day yesterday. Um, but that's not it. There's one big very significant um uh news event over the course of the trading day we're still expecting 193,000 jobs it's going to be interesting to see we can expect a, a soft uptick it seems in, in the unemployment rate and uh, 3.6 the other important facet to um to wages is hourly earnings and if they increase um People, it's kind of inflationary, isn't it? If people are earning more, even if it's minimal, if they're earning more, they're kind of able to spend on on paying these higher prices. So a tricky news event ahead, but um, it's likely to be quite explosive again. Okay. Um, Let's have a look at these all important markets and we'll kind of see where we're at. Right, so this is the S&P. This is the, uh, the the very significant breakout. We were um, we were trading yesterday and, and the night before. So if I just get up our pen here. So we were very interested in this move here um, on Wednesday, which was uh, a really quite a bullish move. And we were very interested to see if these markets would kind of break above these levels. And yesterday we did see some continuation. We kind of filled that space. It didn't hang around at these highs for very long and then started to reverse sort of 60, 70%. So we can still look for further upside today, but uh, it's got a bit of work to do. And uh, what we don't want it to, to see happen is is the is this market pullback. But I think what we can do now, especially with markets um, like the NASDAQ, is we can be almost net buyers of this market. Uh, the S&P, 
we kind of it's a, these current prices here are kind of structural failures they do correspond with previous lows which could become resistance um but the next leg up is sort of 30 4300 level so there is still potential significant upside um some of the tech earnings yesterday or last night weren't weren't particularly encouraging so it's kind of slowed things down somewhat uh, our bias is still very much to the upside so we're breaking out of this these ranges um with significant positivity it just remains to be seen how um So this is quite a sharp little breakout of this little range. So for now, our bias is still for the, to the upside. Even if we get a, a significant pullback, we're still looking to take it higher. Um, our, our bias can begin to shift. And we did say if this move would happen, then our bias absolutely can shift in line with these, uh, with these market moves. So we'll go in and we'll just assess those markets again uh, in just a, a short while. So across the US indices, um, we can certainly look for some further upside after yesterday's trading. Again, the, the Dow Jones is, 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 is kind of the odd one out. So yesterday, some bullish price action across the S&P and the NASDAQ. The Dow Jones actually finished bearish which is interesting. Dow Jones is still in this little sideways pattern, despite what's been going on. So that's a bit, there's a differential in there. Um, okay, the, the FTSE, yesterday overall, it was a bit indecisive. Um, not a bad move in the DAX. You know, that two-day move, it's looking kind of a little bit stronger than the US markets are looking. Um, so we might see some further upside for the DAX as well today. Then the, the Nikkei, it's kind of threatening to, to extend higher, but it's in an awful lot of consolidation. And Bitcoin is rolling back over to the downside. So by all means, not, not straightforward market reactions. And, and um, the way we closed last night was, uh, it, it actually turned into a double top, unless I'm mistaken. So... So we had this grinding price action and then we had a pretty strong pullback and then we took uh, the opportunity over the next hour or so to kind of get back up to these levels, didn't quite get to them and then kind of sold off really quite aggressively and now we're back into these little lows again. So a little bit of work to do on these equity markets. Let's see how they perform today. So we can certainly have a still for now a, a risk on market view on these markets. So we're getting further downside for US oil. That was pretty much our, our trade from yesterday. So again, we can mitigate uh, risk uh, on this trade. Uh, gold, strong selling yesterday. In the end, we were kind of up at these highs for a little bit. We, we did get up to the 1960 in the end. Um, but as you can see, we finished uh, really quite quite bearish. In fact, you could argue it's kind of a bearing engulfing um, 
situation. So really, it's 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 a quite a choppy week for gold. There's a distinct lack of clarity, as you can see in the price action. The average price for the week is not right. So we ended up having a pretty pretty decent move um, in, in the pound. Uh, let me show you the pound. So yesterday we had we were hearing from. Um, the governor of the, the Bank of England and eventually we started to see the selling kick through. We, we, we were anticipating we'd get that little move a little bit earlier, but there was a lot of volatility in there as well. It wasn't, it wasn't too straightforward. And then overnight we've kind of grounded lower and now we're at these new lows again. So um, there's, this is the upside down nature of this market is that we're now just breaking out. Uh, of this uh, of this little range in here, so we're we're breaking out and we're looking for some continuation in today's market to the downside. Now that's a this is kind of a risk off market condition, so it's um, it, it's uh, kind of reducing the appetite for your your stock markets. So tricky tricky conditions. Okay, so um, so where we are regarding the dollar, I just haven't finished off at the end, but let's start with the dollar. Um, strong reversal yesterday. In the end, um, we were sort of looking positive for, for long periods. And then the true sort of direction started to filter through, uh, which is about pound strength. Um, nothing against the yen really cancelling each other out. And then we've got this... Um, this very mild dollar strength trade over the course of yesterday, um, more so against the Euro, Pound, Aussie and New Zealand, less so against the others. So it's not saying the dollar is not the out and out strongest currency out there. There's a kind of a mixed bag. It's kind of, it's on the stronger side, but it's certainly weaker than a few other currencies like the yen and uh, Um, was it a Swiss franc? The CAD's looking a bit stronger there. Again, we prefer to be, well, we're currently selling um, US oil to the downside, so hopefully we'll get some further momentum lower. We're currently selling, oh, sorry, we're currently buying the S&P and the NASDAQ. So we did get a decent move to the upside in those, and we'll go into those, and, and we'll just... Um, You see, it's the dollar strength that's causing the problems. Um, will it give us an opportunity to, to stick with that risk on trade? That's what we're, we're kind of anticipating. Clearly, the, the, the caveat to that um, would be a sell trade in the pound dollar. Okay, we might have a little bit more of a focus on the uh, the yen. The yen is marginally stronger, and we've just broken out of this. Um, it's fairly significant sideways moving range for two weeks. Over two weeks, we've been in this little sideways pattern. So yesterday we broke out in the end, 
uh, and now we're looking for continuation uh, to the downside. So, so let's look at, you see, it's a confusing trade plan. If we, if we're looking for risk on, uh, the indices, you know, start pushing higher, we'd expect the dollar to weaken. Uh, we expect expect a bit of capital to come out of the yen, but we're seeing capital come into the yen and into risk. So it's a little bit up, upside down. And the, the, the two markets are the markets that are supportive of US indices to the upside still would be the, um, the bond markets. They're still quite supportive. You've got the... Um, We've come down probably 12, 13 basis points in the 10 year, and we've come down, um, yeah, 12 or 13 as well in the, uh, in the two year. So definite softening. So they're quite supportive. So we've got reasons to, to buy and we've got reasons to sell. Um, so quite a mixed bag uh, overnight. So the question is, our trade plan. For that reason, we're going to put uh, indecisive uh, risk on market conditions. So that's what kind of what we have. We've got indecisive risk on market conditions due to dovish Fed. So we can stick with that kind of narrative. We can look for the indices higher. Um, we put the yen pairs in here, and then I think we'll put uh, US oil. So we'll put the uh, the pound yen. So below. And then we'll put the euro yen. Okay. So broadly, we can look for just the US indices just to see if we get further upside. And then it's more of a focus on the yen and markets like US oil. The dollar, we just need to play as we go. We just um, got a few question marks just regarding the dollar at the minute. Uh, let's have a look at these yen pairs. Let's take note of the uh, the levels. Um, so the euro yen, the level. Let's take this level to the downside. About one forty oh eight. One forty oh eight. Um, then the pound yen. 157.14, 157.14, and you can see we're already below that level, but we're looking for a little pullback and then get that trade further to the downside. And then US oil, we're quite comfortable selling as well. Um, anywhere below the, anywhere below the 75.80, 75.80 for US oil. 
Okay, so let's put this into our chat box then. Okay. So the pound yen looking to sell below the 157, 157, 14. The euro yen, 140, 140, 08. And last but not least, we've got, uh, we've got US oil looking to sell below the, the, the 75.80. Okay, so this is our trade plan today. It's a little bit indecisive because we're getting sort of mixed risk on, risk off uh, signals uh, coming through, which is obviously not ideal by any stretch. But um, the market summary is indecisive risk on market conditions due to the dovish Fed on Wednesday night. So we can probably expect some further upside in the US indices over the course of the trading day. We're currently pulling back, but that doesn't signify that we are um, that these markets are reversing um, that much just yet. It might be the beginning of the reversal, but we'll we'll go in and we'll we'll have a look in a bit more detail. So we're still anticipating those US indices over the course of the trading day to push higher. We do have uh, non-farm payroll to add to the mix as well. Uh, the pound yen looking to sell below the one fifty-seven fourteen. The euro yen we're looking to sell below the 140.08 and US oil we're looking to sell below the 75.80 which we're, we're actually already in those trades. Okay, so on that note guys, uh, thanks so much. I'm going to post it into the chat box. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box for us. Well, good morning everyone. Good to have you with us. Right, great stuff. So look, uh, as you know, we trade these markets live every single day, um, so feel free to join us for our European trading session at 8 a.m. UK time and again at 12.45 p.m. UK time for the U.S. trading session. Uh, so we trade the U.S. Open. Um, uh, so for more information, uh, please go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com, um, and if you've got any questions, don't, don't hesitate to contact us uh, and get in touch. So great stuff, guys. On that note, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to switch rooms now, so we'll see you uh, on our trading floor uh, in just about uh, 60 seconds. So we'll see, you, we'll see you all soon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Take care. We'll see you again. Bye for now. Uh, enjoy the weekend, by the way, if we don't see you, and we'll, uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye.